episode 9 of Talent Jockey. Thanks for tuning in to Talent Jockey. This is a podcast for job seekers, recruiters, and hiring managers. I am your host, Sean Kelly, and I'll provide advice and insight into the world of talent acquisition. Thanks for joining me today. So I finally got my newsletter together and sent it out last week. If you haven't received it, by all means, head over to talentjockey.com on the right-hand side of the page. Um, There's a join the community section, put your name and email in there to receive the, what is now known as the Triple Crown e-newsletter, official newsletter of Talent Jockey. Um, Yeah, Triple Crown. I thought, awesome name, right? Fits right in with Talent Jockey. Triple Crown is job seekers, recruiters, and hiring managers because we're all about win, win, and win for all three of you. And originally I was going to just send out an email that would look just like it's being sent for me personally. You know, hello, this is what's going on. And oh, by the way, here are some offers for you to take advantage of. And I would usually, I thought, well, I'll only send it out when I have something like that to be sent out. But the first one I sent out was more, here's what I'm going to do in 2015, a couple goals that I have. And what would you be doing uh, in 2015? Let me know. But what I'm going to do, I think I'm going to send this out monthly at least uh, because I know we get plenty of emails. And um, I'm going to I'm going to section it off by area. And I'll put some some valuable links and articles that are out there for people to tune into and consider. But I think it'll be good. I I really do. Uh, It'll provide some value and may not necessarily be an offer per se. Uh, and that's me getting into my digital marketing days where you want a, an offer, a call to action. But it'll be informative. It'll be a good newsletter. Um, you may see these articles out in different social media channels. There's a few that I like um, that I pick off that I think is valuable. And I post them out there. But some people may not tune into the same channels that I do. So I guess I take it upon myself to kind of scrounge around and get those uh, valuable articles that, you know, may not be written by me or brought up by me, but I think they're still good by industry leaders and still can help you if you're looking for a job or if you're recruiting for a hard-to-fill position or you're looking to hire some talent. Yeah, I think it'll be good stuff. You'll have to let me know. I'm always interested to hear feedback from you. So what am I going to talk about today? I was approached by a senior manager out of the blue, and they wanted to pick my brain on how hiring managers can help with recruiting talent. 
it caught me a little off guard because I wasn't sure what it was going to be about. And frankly, I was very, very happy, very impressed that they, they took it upon themselves to reach out to me because I know they're busy. And it also tells me that this person who has plenty of managers reporting to them is interested in trying to help recruit talent. Um, and I have to say that I don't get this very often. Now, it may come up in passing. You know, I may be talking to somebody and they may say, well, what, what can I do? But here's a senior leader that's really taking it upon themselves to say, you know, I want to invest in finding good talent for my teams. Like, amen, brother. Preach it from a high. Absolutely. So in this episode, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to provide four things that you, hiring manager, can do right away to help find talent for your particular area. Now, all four of these may be more time, you know, one of these may be more time consuming than the other. Some of them you may already be doing. That's great. But I do think that if you can incorporate all four, great. If you can only incorporate a couple, hey, awesome. But I think they will all help out in one way or another. And I'll provide some stories and because, you know, I'm all about stories sometimes, not all about them. But, you know, it, I think there's a practicality behind it. Uh, people like stories. Even when you're going through the job, j- job you know, as a job seeker, I think that's what you got to have is some stories. I think people in general like to hear stories. Well, they got to be interesting. Hopefully mine are. All right, let's get into it, shall we? Number uno, number one, Eins. Eins is German, by the way. Um, set aside time to dedicate to your job efforts. Hiring managers. Whether that's a half hour, a day, 15 minutes, an hour a week, anything. Um, the more the better, right? But obviously, you're not going to need to dedicate all eight hours of your workday to finding somebody. But, you know, a sliver of time will help. And it depends on the skill set that you're looking for. Because as the market heats up, um, you know, recruiters are going to need help. Organizations are going to need help. And anybody that can provide it will certainly win in the end. I really believe that. I have the Bureau of Labor of Statistics up in front of me right now for Madison, Wisconsin. That's where I'm based out of. And the unemployment rate as of December 2014 was 3.4%. And I'll provide a link to it. You guys can see it for yourself. And you can do some searches for your own market and see where that's at. I wanted to get a breakdown on a particular industry because I know information technology in our area is less than 10, uh, less than 2%. Um, and had I think even in Madison area had gotten below 1.7% at one time. Now, I know I have the, those in the sources where I got those numbers from. I have them somewhere. I just, um, so I'm a little reluctant to put them out there. But, it, you know, I know, I know for sure I'm looking at it right now. Unemployment rate for Madison, Wisconsin, 3.4% in December. Uh, I don't think they have January's yet, but that's, it's getting low. It's getting harder to find good people because they're all working. All right. And, and other 
and you're competing with anybody out there that's looking for people. So as the market swings back up and we start recovering here in the U.S., you know, it's the we always say there's a war on talent. And in the war on talent, dosh gone it, we need numbers. We need to be armed with good things to attract talent so we can land blows on our competitors, rise in the marketplace, do great things, and innovate. Holy cow. Right? So set aside time to dedicate to your job, effort, hiring manager, number one. What you do during that time that you set aside could be anything. It could be reviewing resumes. It could be making phone calls as far as like phone screens or interviews go. Feedback to the recruiter. And another thing I want to touch on too is thinking through these. It also provides a better candidate experience, a better first impression. When you have things rolling like a well-oiled machine, it, it will help recruiters do their jobs. It will help the candidate experience. They'll get a better first impression on the organization, which in turn can help retain good talent. They'll, they'll want to work for your organization and your department. They'll feel that you've invested in them, even, even if they're not already, if, even if they're not hired. There's a lot of residual that will come out of this that will leave folks with a good impression. I mean, good example, bad candidate experience. Would you want the feedback like, don't, don't apply to that place? I did. It was a debacle. Or, you know what? I didn't get the job, but man, did they have their stuff together. I always heard back in a timely fashion from the recruiter. The manager was super nice when I spoke to him on the phone. They provided me valuable feedback on why I didn't get the position and what they were looking for. They were very clear. You know, it, it's big. And then they'll, they'll apply again. Maybe that role wasn't for them, but they'll apply again. Or they'll tell somebody else, yeah. Who you work with? Oh, I, I, work, I worked with them too. They're, they're a great recruiter. Uh, and this is why. So... During that time, you can also do other things. So if, you're, if you just posted the position and the recruiting area or staffing agency isn't finding anybody right away, you'll either have that time free to do what you need to during your day or there'll be some other things that I talk about that you can incorporate during that time. But it, it, you, you are taking, you're investing your time that will trickle over in investing into the people that you hire. Okay, so set aside time. Number two, embrace recruiting to be an extension of your own department. Embrace recruiting to be an extension of your department. They may not report to you directly. They may not sit in your department. They may not do the day-to-day tasks that your staff does. But if you can get recruiting to be kind of an, an extension of your department and get them to understand what you do and what your department does and what your staff does, they can use that information and talk to job applicants about it. They can, they'll, recruiters, I know, they, I've, I've been invited to a local uh, community colleges, the local university, to speak about our efforts in recruiting. So they may not, I may not even go to 
speak uh, and say, hey, I've got a job opening, but I can talk to people and I'm representing the company. And if I know about your area, I can speak about the cool things that our, our company and our organization is doing as a whole and how your department is is doing certain things. So it's more of a marketing and fleshing out the organization and why people may be interested in working for the organization. And the recruiter can best do that if they have more insight into your area. So uh, there was an example I had for, so I talked to one of the developers um, in our organization and he had mentioned that they were going to start a internal user group. We have a, a big amount of web developers and programmers, application and business system developers, and a lot of them share a lot of, of common problems that they run into. And they thought, what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll hold, instead of having something like an external users group, which is always available to them, they can talk about maybe um, the specific business applications that they work on, right? They may have code that's intellectual pro- uh, property, proprietary in nature. So they may not be able to share that necessarily on the outside, but internally they can discuss those things outside, even just the day-to-day job. And they could talk about different technologies that maybe they want to try to implement because it'll make the business run smoother. So they took it upon themselves to say, Hey, we're going to meet once a month and we'll have a topic and a speaker an agenda, you know? And I thought, wow, this would be awesome to attend as a recruiter because then it'll give insight to what they're doing. And you know, the recruiter, may not necessarily know, like, I don't know what this code does that they're talking about, but it will come full circle. They'll understand it and learn it as time goes on. And they can ask questions about it. Even, okay, so they go to a meeting, they don't understand any of it. They can maybe have coffee with one of the developers that was there and say, hey, you know, I really appreciated uh, your talk at this, you know, the user group last month. You know, I was wondering, I had some questions. Do you mind if you could, like, uh, answer them? Um for me and, and you could put them out there. Just say, hey, look, I don't know all the technical jargon, but can you help me out how that code is going to make things better, easier, faster? And then they can use that high level and talk to candidates. Well, without revealing the proprietary info, but you know what type of frameworks they're working with or what type of technologies, platforms, etc. You know, the recruiter can get insight into a day in the life of one of your staff members. Team functions is another one. Um, you know, I think sometimes, you know, I, I have clients, they know who I am. We say hello, we talk about the market or talk about just, you know, how was your weekend? Or, you know, you know, they bought, they got a dog or a pet or had a baby or what have you. And you talk to them a little bit uh, about, you know, how they're doing, right? Just small, small talk. But when a team function may come up, you know, they forget to, to invite you or, Maybe they don't really think of inviting you. And if you went, it would just be, you know, going there and associating yourself with the rest of the the team. And then it creates a different dynamic. It really does. I think that's awesome. I really do. Uh, If you can swing that, by all means. Uh, Number three, help spread the word. I tell job seekers back in the day, I think we were all kind of, if you were unemployed, you didn't really tell any, anybody. And I mentioned this in previous podcasts. Now I tell job seekers, you got to tell everybody that you're unemployed and you're looking for an opportunity. 
Put it out there. Let them know. You never know what through what channels your next opportunity is going to come from. It may not even be somebody you know, but somebody you do know told somebody else and it comes around to you. So why not do that from an open position, an open vacancy perspective? Spread the word, hiring managers. Spread it about spread the word about the job, how awesome your department is or the organization. It again goes to marketing. You want to make people want to work for your organization or department. So how do you do that? You can use social media. You can tell friends, neighbors, your spouse. I told somebody, you know, if you're taking out the garbage and you run into your neighbor, hey neighbor, how's it going? Oh, you know what? It's going all right, but I got an open position. You don't happen to be uh you don't happen to have a background in information technology. No, 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 I don't do that. Hey, you know anybody that does? Um I do work with a few. I don't suppose uh, any of them are unhappy. I mean, I don't want to recruit from from your organization necessarily, but hey, I mean, maybe somebody's not happy there. Pass along my information to them. Well, yeah, I guess I could do that. Or uh, they have a friend or relative. Right? And then you're taking out the garbage for Pete's sake. I mean, really, it it's it can be just as easy as that. Uh I've I've been blown away. I mean, I'll make small talk and find out the person's an information technology professional. I'm like, wow, that's great. And frankly, even if I can't, you know, of course they're happy, uh, they're not gonna refer any of their team over to me or what have you, but then I see them at different networking events or online. Uh, maybe I'm a, in a group that they are on LinkedIn and I'm connected, to, I will connect to them. And so then, you know, we kind of have this, now we've, now we're not strangers. You know, so tell friends, let them know. Post on LinkedIn, post your jobs, have the recruiter, you know, tell the recruiter, hey, I want a, a link to the job posting so I can send it out to my team so they can spread the word, tap their own networks whether that's face-to-face or online through social media. You know, you could, as a hiring manager, also go to industry events, user groups. So here's an example. I I have an individual that I know. He's a developer, senior level. He's going to be speaking at the local .NET users group. .NET is a programming platform through Microsoft. He's going to talk about some technology. I don't even know what it's about. And I, I found, you know, it's a meetup. So I get those meetup notifications and I'm like, wait a minute, I recognize that guy. He works for our organization. I'm like, that's awesome. So I take the link to the meetup and I put it out on Twitter and then I put it out on LinkedIn and then I put it out on Yammer. Yammer's a, a corporate type of social media platform. Kind of like Facebook, but for companies and business. And the hiring or the manager, I believe he reports to this person, contacted me via, via email and said, hey, thank you for spreading the word of this person's event. And I said, yeah, absolutely. And then I kind of scratched my head and thought, well, why, why don't you do that? You should do the same. One, it, 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 and it's not for an open position, right? But it's, you know, talking about their staff and a, a person, a very competent person that's on their staff being, you know, kind of a, an expert and going to speak at a small event. Now, in the, the event may be 10 people, maybe 50 people. I don't know what the turnout will be. But it's also a way to recognize that person's expertise. 
And a lot of staff, when they leave, they usually don't leave an organization. It may be because of money, but it's usually job satisfaction. And job satisfaction goes to challenges of the job. Are they being challenged? Do they enjoy what they're doing day to day? Are they receiving recognition from their management and peers? And this would be a good way to fulfill that recognition of your staff or the staff members specifically. So help spread the word was number three. Number four, consider a department delegate or ambassador. So if you're really busy, this person could be, you know, uh, they, this person could end up being like a peer to the individual. Obviously a peer, but I'm talking maybe in the same level. So maybe they're a mid-level individual and you're hiring a mid-level individual. So these people are going to be relatively doing the same thing or responsible for some of the same areas within the department, interacting with the customer in similar ways. And they will really know what it is day to day in the department. And they can convey that information when they talk to candidates. So the job of the delegate, delegate may be to help offset some of the time constraints that you have and still provide great insight into your area. You know, they may be able to perform phone screens for you. And then that can pick up the timeliness of feedback. So maybe hiring manager, you're not always available when you need to be and you entrust your team to help out. And this delegate could do some of that, you know, and they may not be responsible for the hire, but they can provide feedback and say, you know, I think this person's really good. I think you should bring them in for a face to face. And maybe then they kind of, you know, exit out of that. Or when the candidate comes in to meet with the interview team face to face, this delegate could, could be the one to welcome in, welcome them into the company, go down to the front desk, introduce themselves, you know, They'll hopefully be there a little early and they can talk to the individual and say, hey, uh, I'm not here to interview you. I'm part of the team. Um, But if you have any questions that the hiring manager may not, well, actually, it's probably better off if they exit the person. Maybe they come and escort the person out of the organization. But before they leave, they kind of duck into a room and say, hey, I know you had an interview with John, Jane, Sally, and Joe. Uh, But were there any questions that they didn't seem to be able to answer or did you want any more insight into the department as a, as a staff member, I can provide that to you. I can provide more of the day-to-day things that I do um, and give you that if you'd like, man, that would be awesome. Great. Hey, yeah, I was wondering, how do you handle this? How do you handle that? Oh, that's, well, we do it this way or we do it that way. Okay. Well, great. You know, all right. You know, nice talking to you. I'll let you go. I know you're busy and, uh, I'm sure somebody will follow up with you. And so the delegate could also help with onboarding if there is a hire. And if they have escorted the person out of the organization when they came in to do face-to-face, when they come in on onboarding, this person's not a complete stranger. And if you don't hire the individual, this person has another network contact. See how things are kind of tying themselves together to kind of work things out and be really a positive thing. Another thing the delegate do delegate can do is, um, you know, 
They can attend open houses. I mentioned the meet and greet a little bit. So, you know, if it's an open house, they could be the meet and greet person, um, greet candidates, answer questions. Again, something that you hiring manager may not be able to do, but still there's a connection to your area that is a representative in the recruiting process. Isn't that awesome? It would be awesome, I'm telling you. So recap, number one, set aside time to dedicate to your recruiting efforts, hiring manager. And I'm again, going back to that, so if you set the time aside and you don't have any candidates to review, you don't have any phone interviews to conduct, and there's no feedback to provide to the recruiter, you could post on social media, LinkedIn, you know, post your job posting. Oh, I did that already. Well, the week has elapsed. Put it out there again. Well, isn't that too much? No, it's not. Some people might not have even seen it the first time. And if you got a good audience, you know, it'll show, hey, I'm really wanting to do this. Put it out there again. If they don't like it, they won't read it. It's not a big deal. All right. Number two, embrace recruiting to be an extension of your department. You know, bring them to team building events, team functions, day in the life, coffee. You could just, hey, I want you to have coffee with this person in my area to learn a little bit more about it. And the hire manager can say, hey, you're going to have coffee with the recruiter. Can you tell them what's going on? This is what I'd like you to convey to the recruiter. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Sure. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a long time. 15 minutes? Half hour? Before the day gets kicked off? Maybe over lunch? Maybe have a team lunch. Invite the recruiter. Number three, help spread the word about the job that you have an opening. You could do that on social media. LinkedIn, of course, is a no-brainer. Facebook. I know some people get a little iffy about posting something like a job position, something professional on their Facebook. But you never, ever know who's on in your friends list. Um, maybe people you haven't talked to in a long time but they're still connected to you on there. They still scroll through the stream and they may be in your industry right now. I ran into, I think I've run into three or four people in the organization I work with that I went to high school and junior high with and they are in the industry I recruit for. I just haven't, I kept in touch with them. And then I'm like, hey, you wouldn't be the same guy. You know, I I actually saw their name in an email. I said, you wouldn't be the same guy uh, and one of them went to school with my, my sister. He was in her class, lived up the hill from me when I was growing up. You never know. Now, if I network with them, I could have got the position. You know, I'm there in the, the organization now, but had I you know, been recruiting, who knows? Could have ran into them that way. I've had contractors work in the same organization. I'm sitting there typing away, see this person's name. I'm like, wow, that, I know this person. Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm a contractor. Small world, I'm telling you. So help spread the word. Number four, consider a department delegate for your for your area. You know they can they can pick up some of the the uh, some of the work load for you as the hiring manager. Because hiring managers, I mean, in the technical space, there's managers that might have done technical work years ago, and then they got into management, and they're not doing hands-on technical work anymore. So they kind of have an idea of what the department's doing, but not in the trenches. And if you get the staff member to speak on behalf of those day-to-day duties, it'll go a long ways. And all that's kind of investing 
into hiring a good individual. And if you invest even before they're in the company, imagine what you're going to do when they're... So imagine the impact that you will have on the individual and they're not even an employee yet. So they're going to say, holy cow, you treated me really well. and did a really good job. They were timely because the hire manager was all on board, so it was recruiting. And if I get the job, man, it's going to be awesome working there. Isn't that great? It's huge impact. I get fired up. I get fired up. So if you have any ideas, suggestions, or things that work for you, whether you're a hiring manager or maybe you're a recruiter, heck, if you're a job seeker and you've run into really good experiences going through um, an organization and talking to a recruiter and how they treated you and it was awesome, let me know in the show notes. Go to talentjockey.com forward slash zero zero nine and make a comment there. That'd be awesome. Well, I'm going to let you go. Thanks so much again for tuning into Talent Jockey. I'm your host again, Sean. You better have a good one. I know I am. I'm out of here.